Welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. So I am tired of everyone needing instant gratification. No one has any patience for anything anymore. The late, great Tom Petty once said, the waiting is the hardest part. And it is for a reason. Parents back in our day would wait till the baby was born before they knew what they were having. Now you get a sonogram at around 20 weeks and you know the sex before the baby was born. Now that was, is currently is not enough for people. You have to now put it in an envelope and the person uh, that apparently did the sonogram knows what you're having and they put it in this envelope and now we feel the need to go more in depth uh, with this. It's just, it's crazy, right? We feel that you know, before the baby was born, that was not enough. We put it in the envelope, as mentioned, and the episode, you know, I had mentioned this earlier in an episode I did uh, with the hashtag um, back early on, but I need to, you know, I only did it briefly, so I feel like it's time to go into more depth about how we need to have this lavish gender reveal parties where they need to have these fancy cakes and reveal blue or pink enough already, okay? Enough already. We have now the baby shower, right? We have the christening or a bris or whatever. Come on. I'm only going to give you one check. We get it. You are having a kid. We are very happy for you. But can't we be happy from a distance? Plus, these gender reveal parties have been a cause of death now. And wildfires in California. Was this really necessary? Do we really need to know what Sally and Mike are having? Shouldn't we just care if it's healthy? Plus, it's just more added stress for people who plan these stupid parties. And it allows them forget stuff. And then the last minute, they're rushing around, around to ask people to help them. And, of course, they didn't plan very well. My advice is to end this madness now. Wait till the baby comes, and we can figure it out then. We always want things now rather than wait. Instant gratification like the Amazon social media world. With that being said, it is time to pop the balloon and see who's going to be our guest today. And there you go. And we have we have a woman. We have a woman. And it is going to be the legendary friend of mine, Heather O'Rourke. And Heather, uh, welcome to Lens Burning Bush. And I hope you enjoyed well, the little you. balloon uh, bringing you on gender reveal party. I figured it was yeah. a, I figured it was a good idea to do that. Why not, yeah, I right? like that. I like that. At first, I was kind of like, yeah, I am a woman, Len, last I checked. Yeah. But now I get it. You so get it. You the get the whole. reveal. Yes. We gender revealed who the guest was because right. of it. And and we didn't hurt anybody. No, we did not. Nobody we was did harmed not. during that gender reveal. I, exactly. <laughs> I, I just feel like it's, it's, we have too much. Everybody, there's too many parties and celebrations of everything. I made a joke in, in several episodes about fifth grade graduation. We, we go above and beyond for very little. But the, mm-hmm. but the parent, you know, the whole thing with the birth, we, we, we love it. We love that you're having yeah. a kid. But why do we have to go to these gender reveal parties? I don't right. understand yeah. it. I've never been to one. Have you ever been to one? No, and I won't go. I, I, I just. And I, I think our, our, and I hate to say this, but I, I think our age has something to do with it, where we're kind of from that culture where, yes, we had to wait. We had to. The only way we knew it was time to go home for dinner was the sun went down and it was like, oh, okay, we stopped playing in the street and we run home and we go to dinner. Whereas now everything with this, like you said, instant gratification, nobody's waiting for something anymore. And I think it has to do with an age thing where 
I have to be honest with you. I think a lot of it has to do with technology. Well, yeah, and you got to post it on social media. Everything is social media. It is crazy. Yes. It is. But I mean, these people. So I'm reading reading the story. Uh, this is from, uh, I believe, CNN. And they talked about the, the wildfires. And, and this is what's interesting. A smoke generating pyrotechnic device used at a gender reveal party was the cause of the wildfires. Who in their right mind needs a, a pyrotechnic display? What happened? Yeah. We could have done the balloon. Was, was that not a nice thing? The blue or the pink? Right, right. right? Yeah. Do we, or the cutting the cake. Cutting the, the cake. cake. The, the, yeah, yeah. I think that was perfectly fine if that's the way they want to do it. Even the balloon thing is dangerous anyway. You shouldn't be letting balloons off into the air. We all know that now because that could harm birds and whatnot, but we're not going to get on that soapbox. But I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, it's just, it, it is ridiculous. I have two children. You have yeah. two children. Yes. And we, we could have found out, mm -hmm. but why? Is that going to change anything? Well, that's the point. I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. you, if, even if you do know, the point I'm trying to make is why does everyone else have to know in advance, right? right? Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't, under, I don't get it. Is that going to change? I always like, I always give this as a, as an example, right? People have these lavish weddings or people have them at the VFW. Nothing wrong with mm -hmm. either one, right? Right. But mm -hmm. I am going to write you the check at your wedding for the same amount of money, whether you're having it at you know, when, uh, what you call it? I was uh, trying to think of a, you know, uh, a place in New York, an extravagant place, and I can't come up with one. But the point I'm trying to make is that I'm giving you the same gift regardless. Yeah. So right, right. whether you have it a lavish affair. So I always tell newlyweds, don't waste the money on the wedding because right. the check that is written is written what they can afford or what they're going to give you anyway. Right. So if you're paying Absolutely. for your own wedding, do mm -hmm. not go to that lavish thing. So I don't understand, you know, having people uh, do these gender reveal parties because at the end of the day, even their closest friends do not care what they're having. Right. right. Am I wrong? Uh, no, I think that you are right. Uh, maybe there are some that need to know for some reason because they're just people who are know-it-alls and just need to be the one that knows this beforehand. And they could say and brag, Oh, I knew beforehand that wow. Sally and Michael were having a girl. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I agree with you about that not needing to know thing. But I mean, again, it goes back to this whole technology thing where for one second you're waiting in a doctor's office waiting for an appointment and you're like constantly like oh, yeah. with the phone, constantly the looking phone. down at the phone with the with the, the fingers going. And it's like nobody everybody needs this uh, stimulation. A constant thing of stimulation. So I'm, let's say I'm not pregnant, God forbid. I mean, not that there's <laughs> toy, anything toy. wrong with not that, that the, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Hey, I'm done having The children. kids are older now. They're getting there. Like I'm, you know, 20 and 17, yeah. my kids. I'm, I'm liking this period of my life. I got to be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm my, I have a 16 year old and a 14 year old. Yeah. So in He's... a couple of months, my 16 year old will be driving my 14 year old everywhere he needs to go. That's Love the it. way I look at it. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, what I think is happening is that um, we, they, people these days can't wait. They can't wait because they don't need to wait. So if I want to know an answer to something, I can get it right now on my phone in a doctor's office waiting for an appointment. So they're under this whole mindset now that well, why should I wait? I don't want to wait. I don't want you to wait. I don't want anybody else to wait. We all are in a rush. We have to get from zero to 60 like that. 
And then it just becomes a big blur. Whereas if you are pregnant for your nine months of being pregnant, it's such a beautiful time in your life that you can find things out instantly. But this is one thing that you can say, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to find out. See, I don't even have a problem with the people finding out. Like I said, I just think that the party oh, the is the gender where, yeah, reveal the, the, part. Right. Of it. That's okay. what I have a mm-hmm. issue with. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, you want to know sometimes and it's okay, you get the baby's room ready. But that's between you and your spouse or significant right. other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do. And I think these people that have to throw these parties. So I'm I'm trying okay. to understand this now. And again, because right. I'm old, you know, we, we, we don't understand this. So <laughs> do we have now a gender reveal party? We have a baby shower still, right? Isn't that? Or is the gender reveal party now taking over for the baby shower? I don't know. Uh, no, I think you have to do the gender reveal and the part, the baby shower. All right. And, and then you have the first birthday and. Right. Yeah, and, so the cr- and, so and the christening and the, and the bris yes. or whatever, the, right. you know, the Jewish. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. all of these. So then are people required to give a gift at each of these affairs? You know what? Do they give uh, gifts at a gender reveal party? I think they do. I think I've seen pictures of people with the gift table out there for the gender reveal parties. Wow. I don't know what the gift can be if they don't know. Yeah. I'm not hip enough to know the no, answer I don't, to that. I, yeah. I mean, this is this is the yeah. questions that we have that we don't yeah. understand. So you're having the gender reveal party. You have, the, and then does the baby shower become less important now? That is a very good question. There we go. I wonder, I wonder, so the, yeah, so the gender reveal party, you're going to get a gift of some sort. Is it more of a gift for the parents? Uh, Spa appointments, spa gift certificates. I mean, what are, what are the, what are they actually giving? This is a very good question. Yeah. And then now you know the gender. So at the, the baby shower, the gifts are more geared towards the baby. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I remember the baby showers, even in, you know, the times when, you know, with Susan and I, I remember people were saying, okay, well, they're having a boy, so we'll get them whatever. So we kind of knew that, but we didn't have to go to this lavish party before to find that out, right? (laughs) I think that's where we're making the mistake. We don't need the party before, so we need to throw that out. Get rid of it. Stop with the social media and stop going, uh, got a gender reveal party this weekend and we're so happy, yeah. you know, whatever. Oh, come on. You're having a kid. We we get it, right? That's all. Right. That's all We've that, all done it. Yeah, and we all, it's not that big. Do we all have to go to um, their first day of nursery school with the kid too? Is that going to be the new party? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Everyone who was at the gender reveal and the baby shower and the christening or the bris and this, so now... Let's all go to kinder, uh, nursery school together. Absolutely. And then, then <laughs> of course, party. yeah, then of course the uh, fifth grade graduation <laughs> sign in their yard. That's what I always like to, you know, they, well, they, they, we've okay. talked about that. The signs <laughs> in the yard, that needs to stop. I think high school graduation and you, oh, so you've, you've done Guilty. this. Oh, okay. Guilty. Well, they, they, I, not fifth grade, not fifth okay. grade. No, I know that. I knew you wouldn't have done fifth grade. Eighth grade, I can understand. I did I can, eighth grade. I, I can understand high school graduation because we did the high school graduation one. Right. Yes. There was none of that when you and I were growing up. None of that. We didn't have signs that said, hey, proud no. parent. There was bumper stickers, you know, proud parent of an honor roll student. Yeah. I do remember right. that. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. was kind of the George Carlin line, whereas a bumper sticker attitude was my, proud parent of an honor roll student. Well, my son sold drugs to your honor roll student. You know, that kind of, <laughs> yeah, right, 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 George right. Carlin yeah. line. But yeah. that's what yeah. social media has become. It's really the bumper sticker mentality where yes. you've got to one has to look better than the other. Like your right. life has to, you know, look better 
it's keeping up with the Joneses, but on a, on a larger scale now, I think. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But I also think the whole like eighth grade graduation or the fifth grade or whatever it was during COVID became such a big thing because these kids didn't have anything. Right. I mean, we had a graduation at my middle school, but it was in the auditorium and the girls wore dresses to whatever function that they had. We had an eighth grade dance or whatever. Um, so there, there was that, but obviously we didn't have signs. We didn't no. have signs on our front lawn, but I, d- I am guilty of the sign only because it was COVID and right. really nobody could do anything to. I'll let you slide to... Heather. I, cause I like you a oh, lot. Thank you so much. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't know what I was going to do with the rest of my day. I'm not, but see, that's what the difference between me and a lot of other people, just cause I don't believe in it. Doesn't mean I have to shame you that you did it. I, I'll, you know, I'll complain about it separately. I'm not going to shame you. Yeah. You'll be talking about me later. I'll be talking about, I'll be like, Heather, <laughs> Heather had a, had an eighth grade graduation sign yeah. just after I you're talked about it. You're going to be in your it. pool, yeah, you're, yeah, like, yeah. chilling out with a pina colada. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll be talking about it. I have funny. So I, I, I try to look at for funny things each week and, and I thought this was really funny. Uh, I read this thing. I don't know if you saw, but there was a Boston Red Sox pitcher. Uh, his name is Robert Stock and I didn't even know who he was. So I, I got to admit sports used to be my thing and I, I I'm not as big as I love, I love the Yankees still. But uh, anyway, there's a, there was a tweet about Robert Stock from the Red Sox. It says, "I implore you all to put on the Red Sox game." They have this dude, Robert. St- they got to put dude in there. Robert Stock pitching, and he looks like a twice divorced and completely given up on life. I can't stop watching him. It's transfixing. So this tweet was going around, and apparently Stock's wife saw this. So. Yeah. She offered a, a pretty good response. She said that Robert has never been divorced, but if he keeps walking the leadoff batter, that may change. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. You know, that's where social media works. That was funny. Right. But yeah. but people feel like they're way too close to celebrities or to sports people like they feel like they can tweet at them and sometimes be pretty nasty i mean i i I know that happens and i don't understand it's like why would you want i i see um a lot of people that 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 i follow and the 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 hate that comes on the social media is just Mm -hmm. way too much but this was funny i thought this was that is very funny that was funny that's just i i think that people who do that are just so are they they get such a gratification of being mean to somebody else. And I don't know if they necessarily would do that if they couldn't hide behind their keyboard. And somebody had once said to me, I had responded to a a colleague of mine. She had gotten a nasty tweet and it was just such an unnecessary thing to say to her. And she wrote, Hey, thanks for watching. And, um, and she's like, why do people have to be so nasty? And I wrote, because they don't know how good it feels to be nice. Wow. So if they took a moment of their time and said, instead of saying something nasty to this person, I'm going to say something nice. And I think that would go a lot farther for them personally and for the person that they tweeted out, because then they may have a relationship with this person in the world of Twitter or Instagram or whatever. So 
I just think people just hide behind their keyboards and they think being nasty is the way to go. And I just don't get it. And no. it feels a lot better to be nice than it is to be nasty. Well, that's the way I always felt too, is, is, is what, what do you gain from that? Is it like, a mm-hmm. you know, just sitting there and, you know, keyboard, oh, look, I'm going to make somebody cry or like, what is the yeah. benefit of that? I yeah. just, I enjoy, like, I have, you know, some people that I follow and, and I get excited. Like if uh, Maureen McCormick from, uh, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. She's replied yeah. to me a few times, and I was like, "Oh my God, oh Marsha Brady! I love Marsha Brady." <laughs> I'm uh, so jealous. I, I, I used to tweet her, but well, we're done talking. Exactly, but but see, this is this is for me because that's my childhood, right? I yes. grew up watching the Brady Bunch, so to have Martha Marsha Brady, you know, Marie McCormick, of course, uh, right. respond to me that's that's fun. But I would never say anything negative. What's no. the point of that? I would say, hey, you and, look terrific. I I don't understand like why yeah. people feel the need to to shame or to do that. It's so much easier to just to be nice, right? Yeah. Can we just it's be the, nice? It's the bullying mentality, and then one person bullies, and then the worst thing you can do to these bullies is to take the bait. Don't respond. Yeah. Just there is a thing called the power of the block. Yeah. You block them. The minute you're not nice to me, I block you. Bye. I don't need you in my life. I don't need the negativity. But if you respond to the bullies, then the other bullies come crawling out. Of oh, the I know. Brutal. And they all just pile on everybody. And what for what? For what reason? Why They're... do you want to make somebody else feel so badly when you don't even know them? Right. It's, you know, this sports guy who. You don't even know the guy. You no. don't know what his life is like. He's playing, he's doing his job. Right. He's playing his sports. Yeah, he's doing his job, and he looked disheveled. So we all looked disheveled mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. I mean, this whole COVID yes. thing, we had to look disheveled for a while he until we can get our horrible. hair cut. Right. <laughs> that was that was kind of interesting. So yeah, that was. Did you watch a lot of TV during this whole COVID thing, or, or you know, what were you? Uh, what was your big thing? Uh, any hobbies that you have learned, or anything you've done? That uh, has uh, come through this COVID thing. Well, I became a house painter. Wow. Apparently, yeah. And I uh, I painted the brick around my fireplace. Jeez. What? I, wow. And not only that, we painted the foundation of our house. Okay. Explain <laughs> this to me. Why? <laughs> because, you know... You sit there in your kitchen and it's January 2020 and you're like, you know, I think the bricks around the fireplace should be white. And you're like, but when am I going to have time to paint my bricks around my fireplace white? And you're sitting outside on a sunny day in September of uh, 2019 and you're looking at the foundation of your house and you're saying, that really should have been painted the color of the siding of my house. And why didn't we ever do that? We need to do that. So when March, 2020 came around, I was just kind of sitting around like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we? And then one day I was like, I know what we're going to do. We're going to paint the bricks of the fireplace white. And we're going to change the color of the dining room. And we're going to clean up all the little nicks around the house because why not? What else were we going to do? And then it was a nice day in uh, April, May. And we, got out there my husband and I and we painted the foundation of the house and we sat outside with a cocktail one night going man we should have done this a long time wow (laughs) it was just so gratifying we didn't have a house color of the foundation reveal party though no well that would have been that (laughs) that is where you messed up because I would have gone to that 
as opposed to the gender reveal party. I would have liked it because number one, you were serving cocktails. So yes, now yes. do they serve cocktails at the gender reveal party? That would be the question. Um, I think for the most part, every party is a reason to have cocktails. Okay. But then you got to feel badly for the mom who is yeah. the pregnant woman that's sitting there like, really, guys? And they're all wasted. Yeah, like, Apple, woohoo, you yeah, have yeah, a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I brought up television because I don't know if you ever watched the show Mom with Anna Faris. And uh, it's uh, really a good – it's about the not, alcoholics. And it's, it's, a, it's a really good show. It's uh, But anyway, Anna Faris is leaving I, the show. I never watched it. Well, it, okay. it's something. But Anna Ferris is leaving, which she's like the main character, right. one of the main characters mm -hmm. in it. Um, Alice and Janney is the other. Um, and it's a really cool show. But apparently well, she's decided. I'll be doing. Yeah, you're going to watch Mom now. <laughs> going to start watching Mom. See, there you go. You got a show to watch, thanks to me. But uh, apparently she's leaving. She said, this is what I, I find interesting about actors and actresses. She said she wanted to pursue other opportunities beyond the show. Now, they've been on for, this is, I guess, uh, seven years. Mm -hmm. So this would have been season eight coming up now, which they, they just started. They were delayed in production, but now they're doing season eight. How they do it without her, I, I have no idea. But apparently, you know, Two and a Half Men went on without Charlie Sheen. So I guess you yeah. can figure it out, right? They'll, yeah, they'll come yeah. up with a, with a way to at least do another season. But it's just, I just find it interesting that people do these shows and they get tired of them, right? Yeah. But yet they're getting, you know, 20 what a million dollars an episode with heather would right. you get tired of a million dollars an episode or two million dollars really an episode think, i don't know i don't think i would i mean maybe once i'm like 10 million in i'm like yeah maybe i'll dabble in something else i pretty i made some good investments with my 10 mil but seriously at this point in time in my life no but isn't that why <laughs> no. you become an actor or actress to begin with to be to successful be yeah. yeah yeah well that's what i don't understand so once you get successful there's a show ricky gervais did it's called Extras. It's about mm -hmm. somebody who was an extra that all of a sudden wrote a script and yeah. got a TV show on. But the problem with the TV show was that there was this catchphrase that he didn't want and it was very cheesy, right? And it, it, it made him hate doing the show every week. So that is probably what happens, right? You get to a point where you think this is what you want and you really don't. Right. So... It's 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 a kind of a catch twenty two. You want to become a star, but mm -hmm. at the same token, you know you get labeled into that character, and then you sure. can't get out of it. Right? It's it, right. It's very difficult. Like I I mentioned with Marie McCormick, I'm sure she's done other things, but we always remember her as Marsha Brady. Right. And that's and, that but person, is that right. so bad? Like Adam West was one of the few people. May mm -hmm. he rest in peace. Was one of the few people that embraced the fact that it was ridiculous being Batman, but he loved it, right? Right. He didn't. He didn't complain. He didn't say, "Well." And here's an actor that really got typecast. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. he was typecast, but he didn't complain. He he embraced being Batman, and he was Batman until he died at you know late '80s, early '90s. I think he he, mm -hmm. he lived to be. So I think you should embrace it. I mean, I'm sorry that Anna Faris is leaving, Mom, but you. It is a good show. Another Chuck Lorre uh, show. He, oh, okay. he, he, Mike and Molly that. is another great one. I like that. Um, Mike that, and Molly was a good show. Yeah, that was a great show. Funny. I think what's interesting about Mike and Molly is that you automatically think Melissa McCarthy and Billy Gardell are, are, are in the cast. You're like, oh, my God, they're the funniest, right? They're not, yeah. even, they're, they're not even the funniest characters on that show because they've got the sister 
is funny. Yes. And then oh God, and then Swoozy Kurtz, hysterical. hysterical yeah. with the wine. Yeah. And and yeah. The, and the and the the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember yeah. his name, and I apologize for that. But he is funnier than all of them. And I think what happens is, is you get really funny people, and you get them all together. That's yeah. when it works. Right. Because even Absolutely. Two and a Half Men, when it went on after Charlie Sheen, you had yeah. um, where John Cryer stepped up. And then mm-hmm. Ashton Kusher was funnier because of John Cryer. But everybody stepped up a little bit to do it. We'll see how, right. how this works with, with Mom. But, you know, television is one of those things I've always loved. And I continue to watch. I, I, I do binge Netflix and I've got Hulu. Oh. I've got every single streaming service, oh I think, known God. to man. Um, and, of I course, mean, with kids. can't not. Yeah. Well, because there's never I had an episode where there's almost too many choices. Right. We we have uh, Mm -hmm. gone to the point where regardless if you have 20 streaming services, there's still nothing on. Right. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) Well, you want to you're going to probably be really disappointed in me or very jealous of me. Oh, jealous is probably better. I just started watching Breaking Bad. Wow. Were you living under a rock, Heather? I wasn't. No, I was a holdout. I was like, you know what? Everybody else is watching it. I am not going to watch it. Not going to watch it. And then I want to say maybe last month I started watching it. Oh, God. And now, I mean, Jesse and I are best friends. Walter White is like my favorite. Like, (laughs) Like all I do is talk about everybody I see now in my eyes is on drugs. Yeah. Or they're making meth somewhere in their basement because I am binge watching Breaking Bad. And I was so behind that I have to like, fin- and I'm almost done. I'm on season five now, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Yeah, because you know gonna- it ends. You know it ends. That's the bad part about it. Breaking yes. Bad is, is fantastic. I, I like how you're coming late to the party on this one. So have you I watched? Have so I was kind of late to the party a little bit going back in the day with the Sopranos. I didn't watch mm-hmm. season one or two. Somebody said, oh, one of the characters, you look like Christopher. You should go watch it. So I. <laughs> I, I said, okay, I'll watch it, and, and oh, my God, it was like, you know, heaven, right? So yeah. I look at um, The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, and Ozark, and I, I put the three of them Ozark. together. Ozark is brilliant. Yeah. And I look at... Well, that's what happened. Yeah. Ozark ended, and I went into a severe depression. What am I going to do? I'm going to go to Breaking Bad. That's how that, that's how that progressed. Oh, well, I'm impressed that you did that. But Ozark is brilliant. I, I love it. And I always look at, I kind of do a combination where Ozark is like Breaking Bad meets The Sopranos. Because I, I look at uh, Laura Linney's character. She was like an, an upscale, or not an upscale, but more, you know, like Tony uh, Carmella wasn't as, I, let's put it this way. She, she became a little bit better towards the end. But she was never that way that uh, Laura Linney's character in right. Ozark is right, almost yes. like uh, a mafia boss, right? Yes, yes. it was like Laura Linney became the boss, right? Yes. So yes. that that's yes. where it's kind of interesting. But you look at Breaking Bad, you put them all together, uh, and and Better Call Saul is also very good. I don't know, have you since you watched? Well, that's what it is. So you watch Breaking yes. Bad. So now you got to watch Better Call Saul because that's that's another terrific show. Uh, I think it's just you know it's Vince Gilligan is brilliant. So mm-hmm. that that he wrote the uh, Breaking Bad and you know right. that's so he's he's got Better Call Saul as well and you're gonna and you know when those shows watch en- El Camino as well oh okay El Camino because El Camino is the movie right of the Breaking Bad movie I'm like okay I oh. don't know maybe I might have to hold out 
I think I might have to hold that again. I mean, this is why I didn't do gender reveal parties. Well, you don't have time. And I wait and I wait and I wait and I wait. Patience is a virtue. Well, apparently, I, I like that you waited. I, I There are some shows that I kind of, you know, didn't, I was late to the party on. I was late to the party, a show called Sports Night. It was a couple of years. I watched it like, you know, 10, 10 years ago. And it was on for like early, late 90s. And you're like, why didn't I watch this show? Like there's certain shows that, did I not hear of it? Did I, is there right. something wrong with me? Why did I miss it? But, you know, your life gets busy and you don't have time sometimes to, you know, do the daily um, water cooler uh, we don't have the water cooler anymore where, you you know, yeah. people, you know, would watch some Sopranos on a Sunday night and it was like Monday you had to talk about it. Now yeah. it's a little bit different because it's streaming. And, well, we also couldn't. Yeah. So you couldn't you couldn't miss an episode. What are you going to do? Did You'd have to DVR it and then you'd have to wait to, to have a time to sit on your couch. And watch. I mean, people, even though there's not a lot of commuting going on anymore, but you could sit on your plane, on your train, yeah. you could sit in your Uber and you can watch whatever you want, catch up on all your shows. Now, do but you, then, yeah. But then you, then you run out. So you got to find something else. <laughs> well, that's the one thing I, I think that with the streaming uh, ser- services that are out there and the shows that are on, they only do ten episodes, which drives me nuts. It's like, you know, hell, I've I've done twenty. Yeah. This is my twenty third episode podcast. I've done the equivalent of a full season of a sitcom. Um, yeah, thirty minutes I mean, an episode, right? I mean, Lens come on. Burning Bush is on fire. Uh, it, well, I appreciate that. Look at you. <laughs> See, this is why I have you on because you're 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 you have this. Uh, you're funny and you're smart. Look at that. See, you know exactly what's working. You know exactly what's working. But these shows are only 10 episodes. So you watch them in like the problem I have is I look for the shows that are like 30 minutes, which are really 21 minutes. Right. And I go yeah. through those like in a, in a weekend. I'll do 10 mm-hmm. episodes. And I'll and I'll say it because I'm a geek, but I watched uh, Fuller House. And I every time that they debuted, I'd be watching the weekend. I'd watch like all eight or ten episodes or whatever it was. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could watch Breaking Bad and I can watch Ozark and all this other stuff, but I gotta watch, watch Fuller House. <laughs> I, I, I'm a, it's a plethora of just you know television together. Yeah. That's an interesting thing right there. That I just heard that, and that is the most interesting thing I've heard all day. Well, good. I'm glad. So you apparently you didn't watch Fuller House, is what you're telling My me. My kids watched. Yeah, Fuller well, House, hey, so yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big kid. I'm a big kid now. Remember that Toys R Us? Remember? Uh, yes. Oh boy, I'll tell you. Well, Heather, we could we can go on like this all day. I think talking about television, talking about everything. Is there anything you're promoting these days that you'd like to promote on Lens Burning Bush? Uh, am I promoting anything? Well, I mean, I just want to know: Is you there know anything what? you're venturing? I mean, if you're going to start your own, you know, podcast or something, what are you doing? I'm not. No. You know Maybe what? the this painting is a, class. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'd have to do like uh, uh, be the next Bob Ross. Yeah. Know, the, the painting fireplace bricks and. I would watch that video. Staircases. You know, just you painting. You know, sitting there, just kind of painting. There would go Heather painting. That'll be your new uh, your new thing to do. A little, it's relaxing. <laughs> it's very soothing. And there you Can go. Can I tell you though? Can I tell you? Sure. I hate painting. (laughs) I hate it so much. I am. And when I finished my projects, this is not a joke. My last project that I had was the dining room and I was doing the trim. I think I can't remember exactly what it was. I think I was just like doing the last bits of trim and I dumped the entire quart of paint on my hardwood floors. Oh, that's not a joke. And I called my husband and I said, please come up here right now. I need your help. And there it is. My house is eight 
was built in 1860. So the floors are off balance. They're, they're slanted. The paint is now like the elevator doors that open in the shining when the red blood unfortunately comes out of the elevator that was like the paint just like crawling down my floor and I was like I can't stop it (laughs) don't worry and he came with his shop back and we had water and we had towels and we got it all cleaned up but I think our next project is refinishing the floors You poor thing. That's uh, so. So the painting thing that you thought you were soothing and sitting there having a cocktail, but you wound mm-hmm. up hating it. Hating it. Well, hating it. I'm sorry. I started the podcast and I like this, so this is fun. So um, <laughs> this is what I've been doing. But that's you know. Yeah, I like your idea better. Yeah, it's yeah, much better. Well, I still think you could do a show on painting. It would be still be probably pretty funny. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see about that. Well, you can uh, like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook. Uh, at Lens Burning Bush, and you can follow on Twitter at Lens Burning Bush because you know I always have something interesting to say on all of those social media platforms. You know, right? This is I this, do. this is what I do. Now you can listen to Lens Burning Bush on iTunes. You can do Spotify, Google Play, uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio. I don't, you know, there's so many uh, choices, right, to be able to listen yeah. to this. And yeah. 23 episodes. I can't believe that I've uh, that I've wow. done this. And apparently I've got about state, I'm in like 25 different states are downloading and we've got Germany and UK have downloaded a little bit, which, uh, I don't know, apparently I'm going global, but, uh, you know, it's, it it is what it is, but you know, thanks for listening. Thanks to, uh, Heather O'Rourke. You were wonderful, of course, uh, today and I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back again with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long.